0: recent headlines in the news there has been a huge break in the case of the so-called Long Island Serial Killer or as some people have called it the Gilgo Beach Serial Killings Before 2010 no one really knew about this nothing was pieced together no dots were connected those dots didn't really start to connect until a woman who thought she was being followed by someone trying to kill her Called 911, then went missing. A months long search started turning up bodies that weren't hers. And this all led to a more than a decades long investigation into who was killing all these victims. In this episode, I'll be talking about the Long Island serial killer. Welcome back to Music City 911. start this one out, I have done an episode about this in May of last year. This was right after the 911 calls were released. Nothing at that point had really been linked, or at least not to the public. When I put that episode out, the calls were only just released, more than 12 years after they were placed. After going through various courts, the State Appellate Division of Brooklyn, New York, gave the following statement. We agree with the Supreme Court's determination that the SCPD's conclusory assertions that disclosure of the 911 recordings would interfere with an ongoing homicide investigation more than eight years after Shannon's death did not outweigh the plaintiff's interest in disclosure of material which was relevant to the plaintiff's action. This opened the door to the release of those 911 tapes to Shannon Gilbert's family and then later on to the public. And just like I said, I did do a previous episode about this, but since it's been a while and because of pretty huge recent developments, I thought it would be worth going over again and talking about everything that's new. I'll be playing the calls again in full, and the call from Shannon is a very long call, but I believe we should all listen to it again to see how this all started out. I've done what I can to try and clean up the call because Shannon was very hard to hear or understand at times. If you've heard this call before on my or another show, you can feel free to skip ahead. The entire call is a little over twenty-two minutes long to give you an idea of where to go to.
1: Nine. How can I assist you? Hello. 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 You dialed into the nine-one-one system. How can I assist you?
2: Hello. Yeah. Do you need the police? Yeah. Where? Yeah. Where? Mm-hmm.
1: Who's there with you?
2: Um. Hello? Yeah.
1: What's going on?
2: Oh, there's three of What? Somebody me me
1: somebody is harassing you ask
2: me Who? see Tracy I am I'm right
1: Let me talk to him
2: See Tracy I am
1: Let me talk to him
2: I'm Jones Beach
1: You're at Jones Beach
2: Live at Jones
1: All right let me connect you to state police stay on the line why? Why? You got to talk louder to
2: them. Why? Why? State Police, Trooper Fry. State Police. Yeah, there's somebody after me. I'm sorry? There's somebody asking me. Where are you? There's somebody asking me. Okay, where are you? Somebody asked me. Where are you, ma'am? I don't know. You're driving right now? No, I'm inside the house. I'm sorry? I'm inside the house. What house? I don't know. Can you trace where I am? I'm sorry? Can you trace where I am? No, I can't. What's your callback number you're calling from? Huh? What phone number are you calling from? After Please. Are you in Suffolk County or Nassau County? Um, I'm in Long Island. Where on Long Island are you? No. 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 Where in Long Island are you? In Suffolk County? Nassau County? Huh? Why? Why are you calling me by my name? Why? County, you on the line? Stop. Please. Stop it, please. Please stop. Please, can you shut the door? No, time to go. Please. 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 Don't that work please, Come on, let's go. Come on, we're all going to no, please. please. come on. Please, come on. Please. Why? Just come Why? County, are you on the line? Why? I want to show you. Please Why? Why are you guys doing this to me? Doing what? Doing this? What county are you in, ma'am? Doing this. Why are you call me by my name? Please, please, please. No, please, no, no, stop it, please. Stop it, please! Please uh, no, stop it! No, Please stop it! No, please stop it! No, please
1: stop it! Please stop it! No! All right, let me fix, that, let
2: me fix that. Please, 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 please stop wanna... it! No! Please stop it! Please. please stop it! Please! No! What are you going to do to me? What are you going to do to me? Stop it! One, 3 get ready. 1-2-1, uh, call. <laughs> I'm not you should not you should not you should not you should you should not you should you my... this is... This is <laughs> you well, I don't know, but it was smoke. No. you call me. It's Why? Coming to Why? i think it's supposed to i me no Why are you... You're freaking No, no, nowhere? Let's go back to... Let's go back to the all right? We're in Long Island, we're out near the water. We're up near the water. Please, stop. Please, No, stop it, please. Please take my control. you guys i'm near the water. you guys near the I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. 631, 511. Why? Right, yeah, yeah. oh you feel that? I think I Right, why? 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 you do again. Why? I never do. I never did. Mike, oh, please. Mike, please. Mike, please. You need help. Me, you're like, you know, I'm going to find my own way home. It's not a share in the house with the female. And the female would be the initial quarter. So this is all set up? You set everything up? No, I wait for
1: you. Me, are you gonna
2: find your way home, darling. So like, what? You know, nothing that like, I You're gonna say that? Why? I don't know. What were you doing Alright, I'll say I was lying. I was lying. Are you good? Why? What is the 631 number? Why? I can't yeah. You can try talking to him, but she's not good. I think has got the phone down. Hey. Hello? Hey. Hello? Please. Hey. Hey. What's, what's the problem? What's the matter? What happened? Hello? Please, get me out of here, Link. Hello? You're being sarcastic about this. You were part of this all along. I can manage it now. I told you get after it. I told you get after it. Mike, please, I'm begging you all, I just want to go home, oh. well we can give them What's us? Five seven three nine three zero eight. Is that us? What's going on? Okay. Okay. That's the number. What? Yeah. Extension instrument. You're acting like that. That's the number that came in. Why are you sitting there knocking at the Mm-hmm. Something's going to happen to me. There's nobody outside. Yeah, you could call it, but we're not going to know where it is. The county should call it. county Every time Yeah, okay. phone? Oh, it does. What's in the phone? Oh, yeah. it does. What's Got to be suffolk right? hello stop it stop it mike hello where are you uh where are you what's your name what's your name what's your name shannon gilbert where are you I'm by, like, um, I'm in Long Island. And what's what's wrong? Huh? What happened? These people are plotting to kill me. Where are you? What's your address? What's your address? My address. What's your address? Oh, Mike, Mike, stop, Mike. Yeah. Mike, stop. Mike, stop, Mike. Mike, stop. Where are you? Mike, Mike, stop it. Mike, stop. What's your name, Shannon? Huh? What's Mike, your... Mike, stop. what? Come here. Where are you? What's your address? Hello? Of yeah, hold on, then I know you're telling the to shoot. But I just. What are we going to talk about? Tell them something you're going to you're going to Mike, stop it. You guys are finding something. Ooh. Mike. Where are you? Mike. If we're finding them. Why, why are we all. Are you in the house? Yeah. Uh, Mike, what? stop it. What oh. town are you in? Long Island, Mike is where? Stop, Mike! Where Long Island? Stop it. Mike, Mike, stop it! Who is Mike? What's his last name? Mike, what? How old are you? What's his last name? What's his last name? name? Shannon Shannon i put There I this number back I you number I think that's uh, is of our sessions, I think. I think. Oh, did you call that one? you yeah, P-E-R-T
0: was a 24-year-old woman who, at around age 20, started working as an escort while trying to make it as a singer. She was living with a boyfriend at the time and would say she was going on auditions while she was actually going out to meet her clients. During her time doing that, she got arrested once for prostitution and was at one point beaten so badly her jaw was broken and a titanium plate had to be placed to mend it. She started at first working for an agency then later posted ads for herself on Craigslist. She was noted to have done a number of drugs, including marijuana, prescription drugs, and cocaine. She got a call from a potential client by the name of Joseph Brewer and agreed to go to his house on Fairway Avenue in the Oak Beach area of Long Island on May 1st, 2010 at around 2 a.m. Shannon employed a man by the name of Michael Pack as her driver and security guard. He drove her to Joseph's house and sat in the vehicle outside while she was inside. Sometime around 5 a.m., Joseph walked outside and asked Michael for some help. Shannon was inside panicking, though it's unsure why or what set that off. During that time, she called 911. While on the phone with dispatchers, she was initially on with a local police agency and then transferred to the state police. She seemed delirious and paranoid. It was hard to tell what was really going on. She didn't know where she was and said multiple times that someone was after her. Michael tried several times to get her to leave, but she refused, continually asking why. Michael at one point left the house and went back to the vehicle, where he waited a few more minutes before he saw her run from the house screaming. That's what she heard towards the end of the call, followed by sounds of her running and then banging on doors trying to ask people for help. One of the big problems with this is when she said she didn't know where she was it was likely true. She didn't drive there, and it did sound like she may have been under the influence of something, so she may actually not have known where she was. To add to the problem, back in 2010, not every 911 agency had the ability to track 911 calls via GPS. I'm guessing this was the case with this one, being they couldn't even narrow down what county Shannon was calling from. It's unclear if anyone was after her or trying to kill her early on during the call. Everyone in the background, which likely was her driver, Michael Pack, and her client, Joseph Brewer, sounded calm and were trying to get her to remain calm as well, and later tried to get her to leave. After knocking on one of those doors that Shannon went to, the owner of that house also called 911. Okay,
1: police, 8 location of emergency. Yes, uh, I live at Oak Beach in the association. There's a young girl about 14 years old running around here screaming, and there's some guy trying to follow her. What's the address, Dale? I'm at 17 the fairway. All right, you have a description of the girl or the boy? Pardon me? Do you have a description of the girl or the boy? The girl was about 14 years old, got blonde hair, very small. The boy, I can't tell, he was into, like, a, a... Suburban. What color? Uh, black. Did you happen to get a plate number or anything? No, I didn't. Okay, telephone number you're calling from? Fourth. Are they still on the fairway? Uh, they just went past the gatehouse where the entrance is. And what's the name of the complex? It's Oak Beach Association. Okay. Okay. Outed by Robert Moses. right, we got somebody over there. I'll be watching. Oh, okay. Uh,
0: Another caller called in with similar info.
1: Suffolk Police 875. What is the location of your emergency? Uh, 40, 43 The Bayou. Some woman is knocking at my door. What town are you in? Oak Beach Association. What's the nearest corner street, now? Uh Ocean Parkway. She says she's in danger. Do you know her or no? No, I don't. I'm not letting her in. She's banging on your door now? Yes. Yeah. Did you say what kind of danger? No. Oh. And we live in a gated community. What's your name, ma'am? Barbara Brennan. Is there a name to that community? Uh, Oak Beach Association.
0: Oak Beach Association. And
1: I have an elderly mother here. All right, I'll get somebody right over there, okay? Okay, thank you. You're welcome.
0: After talking to the male caller for a minute who said he would call the police for her, she asked that he didn't do that, then left his house, moving to the house of the female caller and then after that, running into a beach area, and it's then believed to go into a marshy area behind the neighborhood. That area is very difficult to navigate, with the vegetation there growing as tall as 12 feet and packed densely. It would be easy for anyone to get lost in there. Michael looked around the area for over an hour trying to find Shannon. After police arrived and questioned everyone, including Michael Pack and Joseph Brewer, Then doing a search themselves, Shannon was nowhere to be found. A month after she was missing and no sign of her at all, police began to believe that she could be dead and enlisted a cadaver dog to do a search. During several different searches over the summer of 2010, no signs of Shannon were found. It was almost as if she had disappeared completely. On December 11th 2010, During a training run with the cadaver dog along the shoulder of the roadway by the marsh, the dog alerted to the scent of something. It was a skeleton on the inside of a burlap sack. This brought the investigation back to the forefront. While continuing the search in the area for any other evidence, three more bodies were found. Because of the titanium plate that I mentioned was on Shannon's jaw from her being assaulted, it was determined that none of those four were her. The first body that was found was that of 24-year-old Melissa Bartholomew. She was a petite woman, only standing 4 foot 10 inches tall and weighing around 95 pounds. She had gone missing in 2009 after working as an escort on Craigslist. A week after she was last seen or heard from, Melissa's teenage sister began getting vulgar calls from a man using Melissa's phone, one of which asked if she was a whore like her sister, and another stating that Melissa was dead and that he planned to watch her rot. Using hits from the cell phone towers, it was determined the calls were placed in the Manhattan, Madison Square Garden, and Massapequa areas. Looking at the bill for Melissa's cell phone, it was noticed that several calls were made to a town called Manorville, which is about 45 minutes away from the Gilgo Beach, Long Island area. It was later determined she was strangled to death. The other victims that were found were Megan Waterman, Maureen Brainerd Barnes, and Amberlyn Costello. Maureen was 25 years old, 4 foot 11, and weighed 105 pounds. She worked as an escort via Craigslist. She went missing in July of 2007, and it was determined that she was strangled. Amber was 27 when she went missing. She was also a sex worker. She was four foot 11 and weighed around 100 pounds. Amber was strangled. Megan was 22 years old. She placed ads on Craigslist as an escort. She was five foot five, and had also been strangled. And they were all found within a 500-foot stretch of each other. Months later, in March of 2011, remains of a woman named Jessica Taylor were found in the same area. They were only partial remains. In July of 2003, a nude, dismembered torso, missing its head and hands, were found in Manorville, New York. Her head and hands were what were found in the same area Shannon Gilbert went missing. She was also a sex worker and was 20 years old when she went missing, also in July of 2003. As the search of the area continued, more bodies were found. 24-year-old Valerie Mack went missing in the year 2000. She matched the other victims very closely at 5 feet tall and weighing at around 100 pounds. Her remains, much like Jessica's, were only partially there with the rest. A dismembered torso wrapped in garbage bags were found in November of 2000 but weren't able to be identified. That was discovered on the same road as Jessica in Maynerville. Her head, right foot, and hands were found there close to the rest in the Gilgo Beach area. An unidentified woman, who has been called Peaches or Jane Doe Number no. 3, was also found under similar circumstances. Partial skeletal remains were found during the search and were later tied to another dismembered torso that was found in Hempstead Lake State Park in 1997. Her head was never found and still has yet to be fully identified remains of a toddler that were found in april of 2011 very close to that of valerie mack it was found wrapped in a blanket dna testing determined that that toddler was the daughter of peaches other bodies one of an asian male who was dressed in women's clothing police believe he was between 17 and 23 years of age and approximately five foot six inches tall it's believed that victim has been dead for several years Pieces of another unidentified and dismembered body of a woman was found in the same area. It was determined that that victim's legs were found 15 years earlier in 1996. Police have also found a number of other bodies, many of which fit the same profile as all the others I've talked about. Some of those date back to as early as 1982. These victims have not been ruled out as being victims of the same suspect, but not as many pieces of evidence have been tied together. Shannon Gilbert wasn't found until December 13th of 2011. She was found about a half mile from where she was last seen. Police initially said that they did not believe she was at all related to the Long Island serial killer, believing she may have drowned in the marsh, but later, an independent autopsy found that a specific bone in her neck had been broken, one that is consistent with strangulation. Also, when police found her, She was face-up, which is not normally consistent with a drowning victim. Although at this time, police do not believe that her death was related, she checks almost every mark that the other victims had, being roughly the same size, age, profession, and potential method of death. In total, around 18 victims are possibly related to the Long Island serial killer. This case is one of the most notorious unsolved cases in recent history. The murders have had a devastating impact on the community, and the families of the victims have been left to live with the pain of their loss. The case has also been a challenge for investigators. The victims were almost all young women who were involved in the sex trade, and their disappearances were often not reported for days or even weeks. This made it difficult for investigators to track down the killer. Years passed, and no one had any definitive answers, but police were still investigating the case. A series of small pieces of evidence created a nearly impossible puzzle to put together. A single hair determined to be from a man was found on one of the victims, and hair from a different woman than any of the victims were found on three of the bodies. Calls to the one of the victims, Marine, were placed using what's known as a burner phone. This is a phone that can be bought at nearly any convenience store and can be used without giving any personal information like you would when you have a monthly plan with a phone company. For three days in July of 2007, there were 16 interactions between Maureen's phone and the burner phone. On the last day, Maureen's phone was last hitting on a tower around Midtown Manhattan close to the 59th Street Bridge. Other victims had similar contacts being called by a burner phone and traced to nearby key areas like Manhattan, Massapequa, Freeport, Babylon, and Long Island, all matching various points of interest in this investigation. Tips were routinely flowing in. A key piece of information was shared via one of those tips. The victim, Amber, was also contacted by a burner phone on September 1st, of 2010. Evidence has been found that the burner phone traveled to West Babylon, where she lived. The tip I was talking about originated from a witness that a man claiming to be Amber's boyfriend was seen entering her home. He was described as a large white male, approximately six foot four to six foot six in height, mid forties with dark bushy hair and big oval style 1970s type glasses. That witness said that a first generation Chevrolet Avalanche pickup truck was parked in the driveway. Later that same truck was seen leaving Amber's home presumably with her inside. She left her phone at home and wasn't seen again. Using all that, a profile was created and narrowed down to one potential suspect, 59-year-old Rex Huerman. He was arrested and charged in connection with at least three of the Gilgo Beach murders. He's the owner of a Chevrolet Avalanche pickup truck and DNA evidence from the males hair found on one of the victims was later tied to Rex using DNA that was found on a leftover pizza crust that was left in his garbage can outside of his house. DNA from the females here that was not any of the victims were found matching bottles from a search of Rex's house. Those were from his wife. Cell phone records were requested from burner phones as well as Rex's wife's phone. Nearly every murder was committed while his wife was out of town. A review of his search history on the internet showed thousands of searches related to sex workers, sadistic torture-related pornography, and child pornography. He also searched for serial killers and did searches for at least four of the victims, as well as podcasts and documentaries about the investigation. He likely won't be here in this one, since he's being held without bail. During the search of his house, which is still ongoing... Police found more than 200 firearms, of which he only had permits for 92 of them, and investigators have begun to dismantle the deck on his house and dig up his backyard. Speculation has been floating around that some of the killings may have happened there while his wife was out of town. While an arrest has been made, the investigation is still ongoing and being looked at more closely than ever. During police surveillance, he was still meeting with women. They suspected him of the murders, but police were not able to arrest him just yet of it. So it was always a concern that he might kill again. Since he has been under investigation, police have started looking into a possible link between him and a missing woman in South Carolina in 2014. Rex owns a house there in South Carolina, as well as some property parcels. Police in Las Vegas have also been looking into records of missing persons since he owned property there too. All signs of this point to Rex as being the killer. I hope that somewhere along the lines, the police can figure out the connection with the remaining victims, and if he is convicted, I hope that that will give family members of the victims the closer they need. that will do it for this one be sure to share the show with friends family and co-workers but only those that you might think will find it interesting I'll admit this show isn't for everyone so while sharing do be choosy as to who you might share it with join the discussion group over on Facebook it's easily found with a search or by a link found in the show notes it's been heavily active the past few days with other cases and this one just popped up as well as you all may have noticed, the Music City 911 logo has had an overhaul as well. If you're wanting some original Music City 911 gear, head over to my website, MusicCity911.com, and click on the shopping link to get a T-shirt or other item with the previous logo on it. I'll leave them up for a bit before I change everything around to the new logo. At which point, I'll let everyone know that the new merch is available. As I mentioned in a previous episode, I'll be back at CrimeCon this year as a speaker, as well as being on Podcast Row. So if you'd like to meet me or any of the other amazing podcasters that will be there, I suggest grabbing some tickets before they sell out. Head over to CrimeCon.com for more information. Until next time, for Music City 911, I'm Brandon, and y'all have a good one.